This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us. Great is our Picture it. Sicily, 1910. A young girl, Sophia, is holding the hands of her mother, Angela, at the port of Palermo. They're about to board a ship to America, 1910. Sophia is nervous, and her friends are saying to her, why are you going? Because my mother wants to go. The neighbors and family members are saying to them, don't leave us, don't leave your country, don't leave your people, don't leave your family. But Sophia's mother is stubborn, typical Sicilian. She's stubborn. I have to go to America. I want a better future for my daughter. And so Angela grabs Sophia Petrillo and together they cross the ocean and arrive to Brooklyn, where life is hard, not easy, where there are a lot of obstacles, where they face discrimination, where they face poverty again. But in America, they're able to overcome those things and Sophia eventually retires to Florida with a few other girlfriends. That's an imaginary story from the Golden Girls, obviously you realized. But it is, it is really the story of so many of our families, isn't it? So many of our families in the 1800s and the early 1900s fled Italy, especially southern Italy, because of hunger. People were having chicory instead of coffee. People couldn't eat. They were starving. There was no jobs. And there was tremendous corruption and violence and gangs. You know, so when we first came to America, people sometimes call us WAPs. You know what a WAP is? Some say it's without official papers or any papers. It's not correct. It is correct. Most of our grandparents and grandparents who came to this country had no passports, had no visas. They just showed up and their names were changed at Ellis Island. But WAP is actually a Marigan way of saying guapo. And a guapo in Sicily was somebody of not a great reputation. A ruffian, a gang member, a mobster maybe. So to be called the guapo was a very bad thing. But our families were called, by the Marigans, were called wops. It's a horrible thing to say to people because they saw us as strangers. We had different food. We smelled like garlic. Disgust, disgraziato, right? And they thought we were all connected in Sicily. Troublemakers, 
We were no good for the country. And with that, in the 1920s, they passed stricter laws to keep more and more Italians out of the country. But then again in the 50s or the 40s, we had the experience of fascism. And a lot of our ancestors, our, our grandparents, came to America to escape fascism, to find freedom in this country. Now the people who came here, it was not easy for them. Our Italian heritage here in the United States is one of sweat, blood, and tears. So many people left beautiful, beautiful villages in Italy, places where lemons grew, and they could see the ocean, and the fish was fresh, and the flavors would just explode on the plate. And they arrived in Syracuse, where they had to break the ice to get anything. But they did it. Why? Why did our parents sacrifice so much? Why did they do all that? For you and for me. They did whatever it took to assure that we would have a better future. They sacrificed, they left their families, their communities, their villages, they left everything behind for you and for me to be successful, to be free, to have food on our plates, to have a future, and to build a better future for our future generations. What a beautiful gift. And so as we celebrate this Mass and we celebrate all things Italian, we celebrate our ancestors in this land who did so much. The reason I talk about them is because, like I said, they did whatever it took to accomplish the mission. And that's the point of the Gospel today. Jesus gives us two examples of people who do whatever it takes to save something. The shepherd leaves the 99 sheep. I mean, that's, he's going after 1% of his sheep. From a business perspective, I don't think it's too smart. It's actually pretty dumb. You leave 99 sheep for the one? What if the wolf comes? It doesn't matter. That one, that one sheep is important. The shepherd leaves. And the woman cleaning her house, she lost 10 cents. She's still got 90. Okay, that's 10%. She's a bit smarter than the shepherd. But still, she turns the house upside down to find that 10 cents. She does whatever it takes. So what's Jesus' point? God does whatever it takes to save you and me. We are that one, that one sheep. We are that 10-piece sent. God loves each one of us so much. He's so pazzo in love with every one of us that he will do anything to save us. And that's why he died on the cross for us. To save us from our sins and to show us the path of life and of love. He died on the cross no matter what people said about him, no matter what criticism, he aligned himself with people who were not popular like you and me at times. And he said, these are my people. These are my folk. I will come and make my home among them. So as we celebrate this Mass, we celebrate in gratitude that God calls us to life. 
that there's nothing God will not do for us, and he invites us to do the same. He invites us to dine with the sinners, to share life with those who are not like us, and to pay attention in our world to situations where people are treated like our ancestors were. And so here in our city of Syracuse, in central New York, we are aware of racism. Sometimes we make jokes. We talk about marigans. That's a joke against Americans. But it's not nice. But sometimes we can say worse things. Or we make fun of people who are different from us. People who suffer. Those are the 1% that Jesus is asking us to watch for. The poor, people who are disenfranchised, those are the ones closest to God. And we, as people who have been blessed by God, are called to be of assistance to them. On our southern borders, we have people like our own ancestors who are fleeing from tremendous, tremendous poverty. And I'm not here to get political. You know, priests and bishops have made a mess of the church as it is. We don't, you don't need any help running the government. Okay? We know that. It's not my job. It's your job. But as a preacher of the gospel, I have to say, there are people at our borders running for their lives because they're starving and they're terrorized by gangs. And they're coming to our doors. Can't we open some room for them? What does it say of us when we put their children in cages? Again, this is your business, not the priest's business. But as a preacher of the gospel, I have to say, we have to remember that our, when our ancestors came, the door was open. There was no visa. They came, most of them, and they were generously welcome. Who is it in your neighborhood, in your family, that you need to welcome back, like that one sheep or that lost coin? Maybe it's somebody you haven't talked to in your family. You know, Italians are famous for that. I'm sorry to say it happens in my family, too. We get into an argument, and we don't talk to somebody for five years. Maybe today, when we celebrate that we are Italian and that we love family, maybe this will be the day to reach out to somebody you haven't talked to. Or maybe somebody you're holding a resentment against. I invite all of us to be grateful for what God has blessed us, that He's given us the Lord in the Eucharist that will fill our hearts with so many blessings. And all He asks of us is, like the shepherd, to go out and find that lost sheep. Find the person in our society, in our families, in our communities who needs to be brought back into the love of our family. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship please visit assumptionsyr.org.